the poor folks hate the rich folks, and the rich folks hate the poor folks. All of my folks hate all of your folks. It's American as apple pie. But during National Brotherhood Week, National Brotherhood Week, New Yorkers love the Puerto Ricans 'cause it's very chic. Step up and shake the hand of someone you can't stand. You can tolerate him if you try. Protestants hate the Catholics, and the Catholics hate the Protestants, and the Hindus hate the Muslims, and everybody hates the Jews. But during National Brotherhood Week, National Brotherhood Week, it's national. Everyone smile at one anotherhood week. Be nice to people who are inferior to you. It's only for a week, so have no fear. Be grateful that it doesn't last all year. All right. All right. <laughs> This will be interesting. Yeah, well. <laughs> hey, everybody! Welcome to Comedy on Vinyl. This week we have Ari Jarvis, Howdy, Dan Gomiller, yeah, Mike Warden, mm-hmm. and myself. We're doing Tom Larry's. Uh, Tom Larry's. That was the year that was. Tom Larry. Tom Larry. Tom Larry's. That was the year that was. Now, I'm going to go ahead and admit that my experience is nothing compared to that with Ari Jarvis. That said, I'm the host of this fucking show, so fuck you, Ari. <laughs> um, no, but let's, let's talk about it. It's a really, it's a really good album, and I, I've always liked him, but this one is, you know, this has got some of my favorite songs on it, although I do like Poisoning Pigeons in the Park, which we just listened to, <laughs> and uh, Mike is probably the least experienced with the album, but yeah, Mike is still our producer-contributor, so he sort of has to be here, <laughs> really. I mean, to be fair, yeah. I mean, What's that on your hat, Mike? Uh, USC Trojan. Logo. Okay, nice. I keep it's it. Centurion. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to <laughs> thoughtful. You know, just make please. You know, okay. please go there. Please oh. get accepted. Oh, please. are you trying to go to USC? Yeah. Mike, All right. I thought you were. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. But you gotta. If someone sees me with it, I'm they're like, I'm on the acceptance committee for USC Law School, and I'll be like, Well, I just I'm a fan of <laughs> athletic programs, and I. And then they'll let me go there. That's probably true. That's yeah. probably exactly how it'll go. Yeah. yeah. That's probably. I mean, that's yeah. what I'm banking on. I don't want to study. <laughs> right. Or try like, put in effort, because that's not the American way. No, absolutely not. No. So, uh, this album I did not listen to growing up. I knew of. Dan, did you? I can't remember. Cause no, you introduced me to Tom Larry yeah, as well. Okay. So, I don't know where I first heard of him, but... Uh, Although I think I may have seen him on, like, PBS or whatever. Like, sure. I'm pretty sure Grandma watched it. I know I've heard one or two of his songs before I was forced to listen to one of these albums. But uh, let's let's start with Ari because Ari's listened to him longer. Uh, I never heard this album before. I've only heard his. I'm pretty sure most of them were like the compilation CD. Like you know how they always put out one CD. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All these (laughs) like the Smothers Brothers, sibling rivalry, but. I think it was still called An Evening with Tom Lear, but I'm not sure. Okay. But most of those songs were from The Evening with Tom Lear, like mm-hmm. the more popular, the elements and... Yeah. The, That's where I first heard them, actually, then. That yeah. would have to be it, because it's on that Dr. Demento compilation. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's right. And, yeah. All right. So, but that's, it that's was, the end of the episode. <laughs> and, uh, but it was Ari that told me that he was more than just some... Random guy that was on Doctor Demento. One hit, yeah. yeah, he did did a couple albums. Although to be fair, he only did a couple albums and then he stopped. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't know. For me, like listening to it, it's some of the best pointed satire from the time. Like absolutely, he just, he just went out of his way to not really make any bones about how he felt mm-hmm. about things. Mm-hmm. Talk well, about pollution and politics. One and, thing I read he um, from a recent interview was he was ta- well recent from when Bo- uh, Clinton was. <laughs> God damn it, I'm old. <laughs> but he was talking about how you know the only thing people were making fun of with Clinton was. Uh, Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. He's like, that's not what I make fun of. I make fun of their policies yeah. and the things they actually enact. Yeah. And I think that's... Uh, John Stewart's probably the closest one that does that sort of stuff. Maybe yeah. Louis C.K. Sure. But a lot of people just go for the shallow things that everybody knows as right. opposed to... Well, blowjob's way easier to make jokes about. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> then, you know, more fun. Yeah. Bay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But um, that's what a lot of his stuff was. And so some of these things, because they're so topical, and because I noticed that with Smothers Brothers, too, mm-hmm. where they'll have, me- they'll mention people by name, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I don't know, would it be the same as somebody saying Michelle Bachman? Right, right. Where it's like, they didn't really make it as far enough, you know, in politics for me to go, oh, I know who they're talking about. Right. Right. Because I only just, uh, I have heard Newt Gingrich's name my whole life, mm-hmm. but I was like, I don't know who you, I just knew he was in politics. I thought right. he was the vice president for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was, he was in line, so it's not yeah. totally fair <laughs> um, Yeah, just like, you know, listening to this, I'm actually, it makes you realize how long we've been work like, fighting over some of these concepts. Sure. Yeah. Like the song Smut is about censorship of mm-hmm. possibly lewd things. Mm-hmm. And he makes the point that anything can be lewd. Yeah. Especially yeah. very popular novels like, you know, Lady Chattery's Lover or yeah. even mentions The Wizard of Oz. If you yeah. read that right, it can be really dirty. <laughs> right, right. Uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> noise. Noise. Um, it's so true. But, like, he also, like, one of his songs is called Pollution. Yeah. And it's about saving the environment. Yeah. And Nobody just, does that anymore. The, <laughs> or I, I love this one. It talks about this guy called George Murphy, mm-hmm. who was a dancer, actor, and a U.S. senator from California. Yes. Right, right, right. And and how he wants to be president. He's running for president, and how kind of retarded he is. Yeah. And in it, he jokes about Reagan becoming president. That's right. He does. <laughs> right. That's so funny. I'm like, um. Got some news for you, Tumblr. <laughs> um, sad, oh, sad there news. We go. <laughs> but what's funny is, like, at the time, for the time, this is 65, okay, so we're talking four years pre-Woodstock, four years mm-hmm. pre, like, moon landing. liberal, right, what did you just say? Moon landing. <laughs> I thought you said moonlighting. <laughs> Yeah, four years before moonlighting. It's a lot earlier than you thought. Yeah, that's how Dan has all of its categories. <laughs> it's moonlighting. It's AM and BM for me. Holy shit. I apologize. Post BM. I don't even remember what I was going to talk about since you said that. Uh, but it's four years. Pre Woodstock, but you're hearing the. the you're hearing the beginnings of, of dissatisfaction with... It became popular after this to become dissatisfied with your government. Yeah. You know, and, and this I is the beginning of it. was dissatisfied before it was popular. Yes, he was! And, like, <laughs> to listen to that, and also, at the same time, he's clearly, like, 
mostly liberal, but he also makes fun of the ineffectualness of folk singers because he's got a song called The Folk Song Army, which I think is brilliant. Yes. I mean, as liberal as I might be, I still think that's amazing because I think all sides need to be poked in the eye as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So, um, because I like like nothing better than somebody who's on my side keeping me in check. You just like that there's a song on here about a vice president, don't you? Yes! I love that there's a song about (laughs) Hubert Humphrey on here. That was another thing. I was going to use this as a lead-in with with Matt to my new podcast that is not out yet. So, but, yeah, there's a whole song about Hubert Humphrey, who is, like, again, he's one of the useless vice presidents. Not to be a jerk, but (laughs) he was... Lyndon Johnson used to, like, parade him around in, like, hats and stuff and make fun of him in front of the press. Really? Yes. Yeah, he would just have fun with them. Basically treat him like garbage. If I was president, I'd do that if I was president. Right, wouldn't you? I'd be like, it's Chippy the monkey. He's <laughs> <laughs> a fez. Dance. Dance for everyone. Dance. Chippy. Man, my VP will be named Chippy. <laughs> that's good. You will nickname him Chippy. I hope that's the name of the VP in whatever that movie was. America. 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 God, I hope that's somewhere. I mean, we've seen it. No. Right now, that's not happened yet. We will do a whole. We will skip vinyl as a theme just to cover that. Yes. Or yeah. we'll just call it Paul Shear and have him do how, how did this get? Well, made if it was a stage play, I wonder if there's like an original cast recording of it on oh, LP. Fuck yes. <laughs> but anyway, um, so this is your first time here in Tom Laramie. Yeah. What? Uh, he's funny. He's a funny guy. I love his piano uh, work. I no, think he's, he's a very good pianist. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't even. Why did he stop performing? I mean, it's crazy that I haven't. I, I've heard the name many times, just mm-hmm. never heard anything that he's really done. Why did he stop performing? Do you guys know why? He just said he said he got bored. He toured for a couple of years, and then he was, um, writing on a show that what was it called the, the year that was. It was called the week that never. Or yeah, the, the week. Uh, the week that, that was the week was. that was. Yep. And. TW3. That's what this album is, is all the songs he wrote that got censored, and the lady was singing it, so she had a different way of, you know, performing it, so he just took all of his stuff and... So I, I looked on here. He's so like, he took his ball and went home. Yes. <laughs> I looked on here. He's a member of ASCAP, so I looked that up. So he has 60 songs that he wrote and has published officially. Mm-hmm. 60. And there's how many in here? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, about 5, 12... There are, like, a lot of rumors. Mm-hmm. Some I heard the rumor that uh, Harvard forced him to quit. Really? That wasn't true. I heard a okay. rumor that, um, fuck, I don't remember. We could start one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. start one? He cool. just I think it's because he impregnated uh, Woody Allen's daughter. Oh. And blamed him for it. Uh, and he was like, when he was like, I'll take the blame. You know what? You gotta stop performance. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. I really did it, to be honest with you. You know, I mean, yeah, I couldn't help it. I mean, I'm yeah. a freak show of a person, <laughs> to be honest. Sorry, we haven't heard what the Al- Allen album yet, so you don't know what he sounds like. Yeah, um, it's the only way to find out. Right. Even though we podcast. don't actually play the album. People have never heard Bill Cosby before this podcast. People don't realize that. Ever? Nope. Mm-hmm. No, I introduced the world to Bill Cosby, That's Harry. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now instead of four in the tens place, you've got three because you added one. That is to say, ten to the two. But you can't take seven from three, so you look in the hundreds place. From the three, you then use one to make ten ones, and you know why four plus minus one plus ten is fourteen minus one? Because addition is commutative, right? And so you got thirteen tens, and you take away seven, and that leaves five. Well, six, actually, but... (laughs) 
The idea is the important thing. <laughs> now go back to the hundredth place. You're left with two, and you take away one from two, and that leaves. Everybody get one? Not bad for the first day. Hooray for new math, new math. It won't do you a bit of good to review math. It's so simple, so very simple, that only a child can do it. Now that actually is not the answer that I had in mind, because the book that I got this problem out of wants you to do it in base eight. But don't panic. Base eight is just like base ten, really. If you're missing two fingers. <laughs> so since you that, that Variety called him competent, yeah. <laughs> and the New York Times called him occasionally amusing. That's like, <laughs> like saying he makes music. <laughs> that, that is true. He's a person. He has oh. played the piano and had sounds come out. See, of I need mouth. to listen to this one more. Uh-huh. I definitely all of my the other ones that he's got one. Was it called the New Math? Yes. See, I was, when you, last week, uh-huh. <laughs> when you guys were talking about um, George Carlin, where you're talking about how he's um, intellectual, but he doesn't come off as, in, or whatever, yeah. and I was sitting there just thinking, but who does? Yeah. But he kind of does. Yes, he like, does, he's absolutely. He's brilliant, and he talks about, like, you know, venereal disease, or, <laughs> <laughs> like, who or got it from Sally, or whatever, yeah. and he talks about poisoning pigeons. But the new math, I'm like, what? The? Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, hey, I, you, I was listening to that, yes. and I'm like, that's how I learned math, and I was really yeah. Because the thing is, like, basically, what he's bitching about is they teach you how it works, not just two plus two equals four. Deal with it, but yeah. why? Yeah, okay. And like the more advanced, okay, arithmetic. Yeah, see, I don't know enough about new math to know what. what yeah, what, I mean, well, I think what we have now is an is a growth of that. Yeah, but. I mean, honestly, you can't really bitch about that because you, with the way the world is working, you've got to teach them the concepts at a quicker, at a younger age. So sure. You've got to come up with new math. Right, so you right. got to make fun of it, too. But, yeah. Exactly. Like, the, the way I learned math, or I mean, the last couple of years at my school, it was all, he would lecture for a little while, and then we would have, it was all computerized. We would fill out our little bubbles and then put mm-hmm. it through a scanner and if we got a bad grade, we'd have to do it all over again. And it was so ridiculous. No. But it was the best grade I ever got in math. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is yeah. idiotic. Well, see, we always had to show our work so that if we fuck up, you see where you messed up. Yeah. I mean, because he also talks about, like, imaginary numbers, like I. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, that's a, that kind of an advanced thing. I don't know what that is. I never had to take algebra or anything in school. I really? is the square root of negative one. Fuck you. <laughs> That's what I say when I hear that song. <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking I about. I don't either. Like, I, they, they talk it's, about an, it's, it's an imaginary number. Because yeah. they talked about it actually recently. Neil deGrasse Tyson on an episode of the Nerdist podcast. Was, was, he was just using it. He was just using He's talking about new math. And then uh, uh, Chris Hardwick, who loves Tom Lehrer, brought it up. It brought up the new math song, and I'm still like, okay, it's funny, but I don't fucking get it. Yeah. <laughs> I have no perspective whatsoever, because it was a very new thing in 1965. Yeah. As was, uh... It's not new anymore? No, now it's... Why don't we just call it math? Right? I think they do now. Oh, okay. So maybe that's what I'm used to. I'm confused, but I've never heard of I in my life. Well, that's that's like... This man is too smart for me. That's higher calculus. I I want a comedian I can relate to, not one who's smarter than me. God damn it. (laughs) That's why he did Poisoning Pigeons in the Park. Right. That's what I feel about my president, too. 
Because I want my president to be exactly. someone I can relate to, not yep. someone smarter than nope. me. Nope. Or darker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> has a song that's like Cold Ethel. Does he? He's, he's, yeah, he's talking about uh, I hold your hand in mine and you find mm-hmm. out at the end of the song that he cut it off of her body. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one. Oh man, so much of his stuff. It reminds me of what is the one um, where they're talking about he introduces every character in town okay. and then talks about like the math teacher and how you know he does this, he's like, whatever, and then talks about how he takes dirty pictures of teenage girls. <laughs> Every single uh, part, and it reminds me of the um, the Weird Al song where he's talking about the good old days. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's yep. like so similar. That do you not. remember, Larry? Or what's mm-hmm. the name of that song? Uh, is it yes, called Larry. What's it called? I yeah. don't remember. I remember you know, Larry. I remember Larry. Larry. Thank you. Yep. Um, do you? Hmm. This is a weird question, and I think I know the answer to it, but I'm, I don't know anybody who's like this now. Do you think anybody with, who's a smarty pants could make it as a... As a I mean, well, to mention... That's true. A he's lot a of what smart. he does is very... I think he has the upper echelon of, you know, I'm smart, and, but he tries to, like, pull everybody in. Mm-hmm. And... I don't think he tries to pull everybody in. He's very well. He doesn't try and pull. He tries to pull everyone who agrees with him in. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, he's not gonna fuck around. If you are, uh, if you like new age stuff, or if you love the Pope, mm-hmm. you are gonna feel awfully excluded at one right. of Tim Mentions concerts. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> He has one song where it's like he gets the audience to repeat after him. Mm. Have you heard that? Where uh-uh. it's like. He goes, I love Jesus. Oh, and then they repeat. And uh-huh. He does this so many times, and then eventually he's like, I hate faggots. <laughs> and then the whole audience goes silent. Uh, <laughs> I've not heard that. <laughs> That's pretty good. But it's definitely, there's a, a level of satire where it mm. becomes almost mean, mm-hmm. spirited, where it's mm. like, if you don't get it, I'm not going to explain it to you. Right. And I feel like Tim and Tom both have that. Yeah. Where it's like, you gotta either get it or get out. Right, I mean, sure. George yeah. Carlin has that. Yeah. Definitely, especially later on. And again, it's, yeah. I guess I got out on those. Yeah. <laughs> In a lot of cases. Just because of the character, not because of the points he was making. But, but I probably felt... Ex- I probably the same. I had the same feeling where it's like, I didn't get the joke, so mm-hmm. I felt excluded. Sure. I didn't get the irony. Right, right, and right, right. And I like that a lot about this album, actually, because I just leaned over to pick up the album. That's why that I sounded that way. He's <laughs> also a big We're musical recording this nerd. in the bathroom. He was what now? Big musical theater nerd. Who, Tom Lehrer? Yeah, it says that... Doesn't he, surprise me. When he uh, <laughs> taught at Santa Cruz, he taught math and musical theater. Does it say he doesn't teach anything? No, 2001 he retired. 2001, okay. And the only reason I mention that is because another big podcaster guy, you know, like me. Um, no, but uh, Jesse Thorne from Jordan, Jesse Go. Uh, I think he met him. May have, may have had him as a nice. teacher. So it's weird, like all the little connections. But he's talked about them, and yeah, like basically the reason he said he stopped doing it is because they're all doing the comedy themselves at this point. There's really nothing else for me to say, <laughs> which is I think that's that's the most true perspective you can have as a satirist. It's like yeah. you know what they've done it. Although if you're a comedian, which he's not, I don't I don't look at him as a comedian. He no. was he was a satirist. He did his thing, but he's obviously not a professional comedian. Yeah, he did it because. He had something to say, and he was yeah. good at it. Yeah. Tim Minchin doesn't view himself as a comedian. Right. He views himself as a musician first. Yeah, which is, which is he interesting. He just way. wrote Madeline the Musical. 
It's on, it's, in, it's on, I'm running on the West End right now to really good reviews. What a game, Kidding. I'm kidding. Really? Tim mentioned it? Yeah, yeah he really. really I remember him talking about that. Yeah, Madeline just opened in That's the West End in London. It's doing really well. Is it, does it, isn't Madeline taught at a Catholic school? Probably, yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Not that you have to be a Catholic to write that. You can be right. as subversive as you want. Seeing it from the outside is probably a better <laughs> Yeah. One of the songs on here, yes, it's called um, called "So Long, Mom." Yeah, a song for World War Three. Yes, nice. Because mm-hmm. I guess during that period of time, they were starting to get nostalgic mm-hmm. for the music of World War Two. Yes, right. So he's like, you know, well, we got to start planning for World War Three now and start yeah. writing yeah. the music now because a lot of those songs were actually from before World War Two. Right. Just uh, co-opted. This is this is the one that's all about the bomb, right? Who's got the bomb and it's basically everybody. Is that this is that the album if I or the song? <laughs> yeah, it's about mutually assured destruction. Yes. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty brilliant. I remember playing that game. It was a DOS game you could play. Called, oh, yes. It's called Mutually that. Assured Destruction. I remember you you could never win. It was impossible to win. The whole point really? was that Mutually Assured Destruction is retarded. And the game, they called it Mad. The game was Mad. That's awesome. The game of Mutually Assured Destruction. Because the whole point is just insane. This whole nuclear war thing is insane. Yeah. No one will win. Yeah. I will. Because <laughs> you're a cockroach. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to hide in my room. So I'm not going to get... I'm going to... I'm going to start reading a book in a bank vault. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Outside of somebody like Tim Minchin, who I still feel is like, I like him, but I think he's still kind of marginal as far as like, who knows that he exists. You know what I mean? I think he's, yeah, oh, he's yeah. growing. He he's, you guys <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's fully aware. He was really surprised that the people who showed up at his concert. And that we right. knew all his music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, he, well, that's another thing. Uh, you know, he probably is another reason why he probably stopped recording is because, or stopped touring. One thing Tim Minchin mentioned, I don't know if he did it. Minchin <laughs> um, mentioned. He was. <laughs> Singing, oh the uh, boobs, yeah, <laughs> Pacala boobs. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he, we all were singing with him. He was like, "This is why I can't do these songs on YouTube. Everybody knows them, right?" And part of the fun is no, you know, sure. surprising people. Well, that's the point of humor. Yeah, and sure. Probably because it's because it's, he does it's because the main part of the song right is like a really Very slow, slow, sad song about like poverty, and yes. hunger, yes. But then the chorus is. Fuck, I love boobs, though. And yeah. so when people know what's coming... Right, it's not a joke anymore. Yeah. Not to the same degree, and I can totally and relate that, to that. No, since he's, Tom Lear's not a performer, he probably didn't have the thick skin. Where he's like, and musical musical comedians talk about that a lot, because it was recently brought up about uh, when Garfunkel and Oates were talking about the fact that, that all these comedians out there now do new... Material. Louis C.K. and Patton Oswalt, like, they'll throw it away after a year and write new stuff. Everyone knows right. that. That's not new. But with a musical comedian, you write new stuff, you go play it in a town that hasn't seen you before, and they want your hits, so it's like you gotta, you gotta play those because it's different. Musical comedians have that different uh, mm-hmm. level that they have to obtain to that, that, that the regular stand-up doesn't have to. As long as stand-up's yeah. funny, but with yeah. music, it's, they're on a different, so it's, it's different. Yeah, the musicians, people... People are expecting them to, to play yeah, no. real music, yeah. And the, when you're a stand-up, they're not saying, do the joke about, you know, it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. do the one about the door on the side. <laughs> what? Wait a minute, let's, let's examine Dan's idea of a joke. <laughs> no, no, First no, all, it's a, Mitch Hedberg, one of the guys, like, banging on the wall because he's being too loud, is like, there's not a door there. <laughs> oh, right. I don't know what's on your side, but there's That's no right. door on this side. That's right. <laughs> 
First we got the bomb and that was good Cause we love peace and motherhood Then Russia got the bomb but that's okay Cause the balance of powers maintained that way Who's next? France got the bomb, but don't you grieve Cause they're on our side, I believe China got the bomb, but have no fears They can't wipe us out for at least five years Who's next? Uh, then Indonesia claimed that they Were gonna get one any day South Africa wants two, that's right One for the black and one for the white Who's next? Egypt's gonna get one too Just to use on you know who So Israel's getting tense Wants one in self-defense The Lord's our shepherd, says the psalm But just in case, we better get a bomb It is difficult to be a musical comedian because of that Because you've got a set amount of material And then you either have the people who come and go... I've seen all of his 10 yeah, songs already. Right. Or the people who come and go, he didn't play any of the songs that I thought were really funny yeah. that I wanted to hear. What if you're Weird Al, though? I feel yeah. like everybody's satisfied at his fucking show. Well, he's got such a large catalog. That is true. Time. He's been doing yeah. it for 30 years. Yeah. Yes. Well, I have to admit, I I really had to pee. Like, really had to pee mm-hmm. at the last concert. And I got up during Fat. Because I've oh, seen shit. it. Right, I've sure. seen it. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing every time. I mm-hmm. really have to pee. I'm just... And then... It, that was his last song, so... Oh, really? <laughs> Before the encore. Weird Al, we still want you on the show, even though Ari obviously doesn't respect But then, meanwhile, <laughs> they always do the Yoda, uh-huh. the way they do Yoda at the end, where they're mm-hmm. all doing chanting. I oh, love that part. Yeah. I've seen it so many times, but I love it. Yeah. So, it depends. It's like, it depends on your mood, too. Right. And I can, I can understand them wanting to do that, because they probably invested a lot in the suit, and maintaining that suit. Yeah. yeah. So, they're going to use the suit. That is true. <laughs> Well, I kind of wish I hadn't seen the his special because it was all the same. It was the exact same show. I know. <laughs> I know. It was a, oh, the one that was on Comedy Central. Yeah. I mean, it was, was cut great. down a little, but yeah, there wasn't really a whole lot of surprises. Although Jay, you were on the screen. Yeah, you were. You were at the concert. Because really? when he does uh, perform this way, they uh-huh. show parts of the videos, <gasps> and the nude one is up there. So you are at every venue. Yes. Hey everybody! I'm famous. <laughs> I'm I'm one of the I'm one of the the paps. Thank you. One of the far, far right paparazzo. That's we right. should just call them smears. Hmm. <laughs> I think that's probably appropriate. Yeah, it really is. Emos. Call back. That's awesome. I've been in two. That's awesome. All right. That's pretty good. That's pretty. You know, let's end on that because I'm happy. Wait, didn't talk about <laughs> how you um, met Weird Al. What? Oh God! Yes. Holy shit! All right. So let's. This will be a real quick side venture because it's appropriate because he's appropriate. a musical comedian, right? Mm-hmm. He's definitely influenced by Tom Lear. Oh, fuck! You kidding? Right? Crazy. And he's influenced me. But uh, uh, <laughs> so you've been influenced by Tom Lear. Yeah. <laughs> But I was on the uh, I was on the recording of the next two uh, BBC America Nerdist specials, and I was there for the first episode. And because I made an awesome T-shirt, Chris Hardwick called me back. Right. So on the second episode, I guess I can say this because people have already taken pictures of Weird Al there and posted them on Twitter, and he retweeted them. So it's probably yeah. okay. Probably okay. There's supposed to be a semi surprise that Weird Al's there, but either way, Weird Al's on the episode, and there's a, there's a spot reserved, and so they put him down. That's the first episode. So they put him two seats away from Jen. Because um, Jen was also there. And um, he's sitting there and the whole time. I'm like, oh, fuck. What do I do? 
like, holy shit, did I say something? I have to say, I have to say something. Holy fuck, I have to say something. So I'm like, ow. <laughs> and I'm like, ow. And he turns his head finally, and he looks around, like, who's whispering me like a creep? I'm like, ugh, wave my hand, like, it's me. He's like, ow, you're really partially responsible for my best friend and I becoming best friends. Just wanted to say that. And, like, I gave him a little namaste, little, 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 uh, little bow, a little, like, thing. He's like, oh, thanks so much, man. And he puts out his hand and shakes my hand. And I was like, <laughs> so I shook his hand. And, uh, yeah. And he touched his, he touched Jen on the way out as he left the audience because he had to. And now that was one of the best things. Gotta, I'm going to jerk boost? off to that story tonight. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this hand is Touch Weird Al's hand. Anybody else? So if you put, if you use that hand, oh, yeah, on your penis, <laughs> yeah, it's like Weird Al's jerking you off. So good. <laughs> Believe me, I've thought of that. <laughs> Wonderful. By the way, Weird Al, we'd really like you to come. <laughs> Uh, regardless, yeah, for more than just a hand job. No HJs. I know how this sounds. I mean, if you want to do it, we're not gonna stop. Right, we're not gonna stop. And you know what? Mm -hmm. You've got like five hands providing you one. Right. Should you need it, five hands just like eight people. How many hands? We only get to use one hand. We have a podcast record. We can't all use our hands at the same time. It's awkward. But yes, I met Weird Al. <laughs> That's awesome. But I was also in the Perform This Way video, briefly, as a paparazzi. And he was, like, the nicest director in the world. <laughs> and he had a really oh, nice body. So. Oh, yeah, and his body was fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of bodies, Tom Lehrer's body of work is somewhat extensive. Somewhat extensive. This is a really backhanded thing, isn't it? <laughs> No, that's not it. <laughs> I love that the two subtraction problems he puts on the bottom. Yes, sir. Are two he yeah. just puts two subtraction problems. And he says new math. But that's not new math. That's regular straight subtraction. Yeah, yeah it's just because he, cause he also talks about, like, different modus. Like, base 10 versus base 8. I still don't know what that is. I know, right? It's, it's basically like, think of a, it's, it's a math system mm -hmm. any cartoon character would use. Because our math system counts up to 10 because we have 10 digits. Right. Cartoon characters have 8 fingers. Okay. So if they invented math, the highest they would count to is 8. And I then mean, it would... Why is that a thing? Because in computers it's 8-bit. Oh. So it works out that way. That's the point of new math to relate to computers? And, like, hexadecimal has 16 numbers. I have a computer. And, like, binary is two. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> That's great. So let's just face it. What, what he's bitching about is that they're teaching him more advanced stuff. Okay. And he's like, I knew that one. That doesn't doing. sound advanced to me. That this bothers calculus me. calculus on vinyl. Because <laughs> yes. that's our new sister podcast, Calculus on Vinyl. Oh, worst podcast. <laughs> Watch the limit go to infinity. It's hilarious. <laughs> Graph that shit. Graph it. <laughs> Where do you get that bitchish? Graph. I just love graphs. <laughs> I get a little wet by graph. <laughs> These shows never go where you We're now sitting at home going, this is so random. <laughs> I am never coming on that show! Um, right, Raggy? <laughs> yeah, that was more shaggy than I Al. I'm a little drunk. <laughs> we don't normally drink for these podcasts, but... We, well, we needed to. We did three today. After what? Zero Mostel. After Zero Mostel, yeah, you need to drink. Yeah. <laughs> We're um, gonna be haunted forever. Ari, I know you're not a comedian, but you are a writer, and uh, you write comedy uh, stuff, so... 
What, uh, and porn. Well, of course you write porn. But has he had a, an influence on you, or is he just a funny person to you? See, I... Hold on, fan fiction or <laughs> straight porn? Do you write... Romance style. My own porn, yeah. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Although I think I didn't write a um, fanfic of Harry Potter, which was porn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't tell anyone. <laughs> Yeah, internet. Don't tell anybody, <laughs> Mr. Internet. Please keep it quiet. Um, Call them the Larry Potter. Well, unfortunately, so many of the people that I admire, I don't think I get influenced by comedians because they're too funny, too uh-huh. smart. I look up to them because I would like to like do that, but uh-huh. I don't think. I really get influenced in that same way. That's one of the things that actually, what you're saying, keeps me from doing stand-up, is that... See, I want I to listen stand to stand-up, up and I'm like, I'm never going to be that good. Not, I'm not going to try. Oh, I know it. <laughs> yeah, know. wow, these guys are awesome. He's my favorite. I'm never going to be that good, so I'm not even going to try. To be Meanwhile, though, I've had, you know, I've had ideas for bits, like for stand-up, mm-hmm. and then other people have taken them. Uh-huh. Like, sure. I had, uh, in high school, I came up with one about the freaking cheese wheel of toilet paper, mm-hmm. where in between class, I have to one run from one end of the high school to the other, mm-hmm. and I get little squares at a time, mm-hmm. and Ellen did that. <laughs> I was like, fuck you. <laughs> and just different ones where I'm like, oh, well, see, someone else has noticed that, right. observed that about life, right. <laughs> so I'm good. <laughs> I can under, I, I can relate to that. I, that makes sense. I couldn't do stand. I, well, I won't say I couldn't, but I, I don't think it's not a form that necessarily. Pardon me that, enter, that that I would entertain. I don't think it would work for me. I think you'd have to find in your own shtick. Yeah, when you have to have a very particular voice, and maybe I do when I write. But I, as far as stand up, I don't know. That's what really attracts me to musical comedy. I think because mm-hmm. since I play piano, I think that I. If I ever started to write something, I could probably go in that direction if I ever did. Because, like Tom Lear, I'm not, I'm not as prolific on the piano as he is. He's amazing. He's or Tim brilliant. mentioned, they're both they're both yeah. wonderful. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, they have that level. And plus their wit is just astounding. But at least you have that crutch of, eh, they didn't laugh, but there's still a pretty song. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Yeah. You didn't walk away with it. Like, when you hear a stand-up that bombs, everyone's like, ugh, my night sucked. It's like, you still heard some good piano music. Yeah. <laughs> I think you and I, Mike, should just do a show that is all parodies of Ben Folds music. And I would totally. love that. <laughs> I've got his hairline. Yeah. Enough, and I can do a really good impression of Ben Folds. So if you come up with some Ben Folds parodies... Oh, we, we can, can do that. That'd be... Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought about the... What rhymes with army? Army, farmy, farmy could be about a, an Amish guy. An Amish guy. <laughs> I better it. Amo. It could be really bad about the Amish. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. well, who does freaking prairie oh, really Jews anyway? Dead set, son. You've got a scythe, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, and I thought, all right. Anyway, nobody, oh. nobody out there is as big as Ben Folds fan as I am. That's not true. There are plenty of Ben Folds. I have a tattoo of Ben Folds' piano on my back. I thought you were going to say his penis. <laughs> I have his piano tattoo on my back. Do you? I'm a pretty big How is it his fan. piano? How do you it's from his second it? album. It's the drawing. It's a picture oh, of the second album. I was going to say, because most grand pianos are baby <laughs> 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 It has his name on it. 
showed him, and I was like lifting yeah. up my shirt to show him, but the shirt was still covered because it's here. Uh, I'm pointing to the lower part of my neck, uh, and and I, he's like looking at my back with nothing. Uh, the shirt. Like, look, look at it, look. <laughs> he was so nice. He was sitting there. He was like, "What am I looking at?" I was like, "Oh wait!" They pulled it up even further. Yeah, I was like, "Look, I did that because I'm a fan." Wow, I'm creepy. <laughs> I'm still. You should invite me over to your house so we can hang out because I got that tattoo. <laughs> Does anybody have a, any Tom Lehrer tattoos? Do you think? Do you think anybody out there has? I do not. I, I can pretty piano. much I firmly make a bet of financial dollars that no one has a Tom Lehrer tattoo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a tattoo of his favorite black key. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think you should just in the right angle. I yeah. think the right angle. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Be sharp. B sharp. That's yeah. a C. That's B oh, sharp is a C. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. I don't know anything. B about flat. Things. You could do. No. Yeah. No, I don't like that. <laughs> you don't like that. <laughs> that everyone so gets that one. It'd be a white key. That's the only problem you'd have. It'd be a white key. <laughs> you wouldn't want a white key because that's like what's Racist. the point? Yeah. Then everyone would be like, look It'd at be her. White on white. I know. That wouldn't even show up. You need pink outline. I want to get a tattoo of a glob of sour cream. Oh, that'd be a good one. That'd be a fun like, I got something there. You think Tom Meyer has any tattoos? He lives in Santa Cruz. I'm man. Go He's probably got a couple. I'm gonna go ahead and say he probably does not. Really? Yeah. He still his Wikipedia page says he retired, but he still hangs out in Santa Cruz. Oh, in quotes, hangs maybe, out. Maybe. I, I think we do need to ask Jesse Thorne if he knows Tom Meyer because we need to get Tom Meyer on the podcast. To know more about him. was too ill to go, and somebody suggested that he send Hubert, and he said, Hubert who? <laughs> and all America was singing, Whatever became of Hubert, has anyone heard a thing? Once he shone on his own, now he sits home alone and waits for the phone to ring. Once a fiery liberal spirit Ah, but now when he speaks, he must clear it Second fiddle's a hard part, I know When they don't even give you a bow We must protest this treatment, Hubert Says each newspaper reader As someone once remarked to Schubert Take us to your leader. Sorry about that. I would assume that he... It's more likely that he has a tattoo than someone else has a tattoo of him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would agree with that. That's true. I mean, like, he's a... He's a nerdy icon in his own way. You know, the elements... Let's actually talk about that really quick, because that is his most famous song. Yeah. Um, I think Dan and I probably... You know, yeah, because we didn't know who he was, but we probably did hear the song first on that that Demento um, compilation my mom owned. Mm -hmm. It had shaving cream and all the big famous ones. But, um, were you, did you, you watched the thing where uh, Daniel Radcliffe did that, right? Yeah. Describe it, because I can't remember things. Which, was it Graham Norton? I think it was Graham Norton where Daniel Radcliffe yeah, yeah, yeah. was such a big nerd. He was repeating the elements. I love well, yeah, he's like, he was just talking about how he would entertain his co-stars by singing the song. Yes. And so he's like, all right, do it. 
Right. And so he did. He sang the whole song. Do you think Daniel Radcliffe assumed it was entertaining when people were just sitting and just, okay, great, Daniel. That's <laughs> pretty sure because he thought he was a lush because he drank a beer a week. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> He's so cute. He's a weird little nerdy kid. Yeah. Like, but this is the kind of thing though, that appeals to nerds, like, especially people who want, like, like, you know what? I recognize that. Like, that's what comedy is. I recognize that. That's funny. But, like, nerdy comedy is its own thing. Like, holy shit. He's talking about this really specific smart thing. Right. It's making me laugh really hard. Like, even I don't know the whole table of elements, but the idea that the man put the whole table of elements to a fucking song. Alphabetically. Alpha, it was it, no, is it alphabetic? No, I think it's by the order. Number? Is it really? Uh, no, it's alphabetical because it starts with arsenic. Really? Holy fuck. Like, that's. And he puts it to the the, the tune of Modern Major General. Right? Yes. Which is like, I don't know. Like, for you guys. Now his song's out of date, though. That uh, That is true. They sure. just named two elements. Two actual? Or like, or like, gave them real names as opposed to, like, uno uno unium or whatever. Like, oh, really? That's weird. Well, we should update it. <laughs> But, like, as for, like, nerdy music, has that ever helped you guys? I don't know. Have for me, sex. like... <laughs> sex? No. I don't think it's helping. Yeah, I, I, I have singing. Sing Pigeon and Pigeon. I've scored so many chicks. By singing the hunting song. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, that kind of shit helps me get through life. Like, knowing that, you know, this is a really famous person who a lot of people buy their albums. I'll bet everybody who buys their album doesn't get the joke that they're making. <laughs> but, like... Like, Weird Al. Like, Weird Al, for me, like, I'm sure there were nerdy things in there that I got that I'm like, he's speaking to me specifically. <laughs> you know? Like, Ari, why why is Tom Lehrer funny to you? Why was he as a kid funny to you? I don't think she was him as a kid. No. Fuck you. Then he, why was an, he was an adult. Okay. He was an adult? Yes. Oh. He's been an adult. God damn it. When Ari was a child and first listening to Tom Lehrer. Oh. I, what oh. I'm asking. I think... Well, like I said, I haven't heard this one as many. I've heard it once. Right. Um, but That's not a lot of times. <laughs> it's not. It's crazy. Um, the other album, though, with the... Um, their, probably my favorite song was... Oh, crap. The one where the girl's going around. It's the Irish, like, drinking song. Or the... I think not a right. ballad, but it's like... Oh, An Irish drinking real? song. I don't know. Sure, but, let's say it's a real. Where she's going around killing all her family members. Uh-huh. And it, like, Jim, because Jim and all, my stepdad and all of his friends are, they just jam and they do Irish, old Irish drinking songs. They really? Do, like, it's, yeah. By the way, it's called the Irish Ballad. He needs to come out here with all his friends and play music. We yes. keep going. And it, um, like, he would sing, there's one song, I don't know if you know the song, um... Sister, sister, where one of the sisters, or the two sisters are walking by a river, and one of them kills the other one, uh-huh. and then um, pushes her in the river, and the body gets swept up, and this farmer finds it and turns her body into a violin. Whoa. And it's like, nope. those songs, like, because they're so macabre mm-hmm. and just I don't know who up. I find more disturbing, the sister that murdered her sister or the <laughs> farmer. Farm farm <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, oh, body, a violin is <laughs> waiting for this. <laughs> Fears make good bones. I know, the sister just walking along the edge. <laughs> I love you, sister. <laughs> Uh-huh. I hope there's a farmer down the street. <laughs> this is all a big old plot. I know. Dude, who are you going with that? Who wrote that song? <laughs> well, that's the thing. They were so such weird songs, but they really creeped me out, and I liked and like the story of Lizzie Borden and that sort of stuff. And I think that was 
I, all of his songs on the other album are like that, mm-hmm. but they're just fucked up. Uh-huh. Where it's like, or just some twist, and I think that combined with the piano playing mm-hmm. and how it's so old school, it's just like, I'm sure, like, some of my friends would have listened to it and discounted it because of the, the songs and they wouldn't listen to the lyrics. It was probably definitely some of that where it's like they're listening to it but they don't understand mm-hmm. that this is fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that appealed to me. So it's the same as a lot of music for some people. Like a, a lot of us listen to music and we're like, nobody else is listening to this the way I am. Yeah. Which is true in a lot of ways. It's like, true. Like the Beatles, a lot of people, don't, there are a lot of Beatles songs that are way deeper than they appear to be. Most of them are maybe not. But like there are a lot that are way deeper than most people. It's that personal uh, connection I'm, to music that, that, that people have that. It also falls back onto when you find an indie band or an indie group that only you and nobody or none of your friends know about, and they're so small, and you go see them play in small venues, then they start to take off, yep. and you feel like, oh, I knew them back when, right? and it's like, you want them to succeed, because they're your favorite band, you want them to keep making music, otherwise it's like, hey, this isn't working out, let's go get day jobs, and, right. yep. and let's quit doing this, but that's happened to me with a few bands, I saw a couple bands play at the Troubadour, and they were nothing, and there was a hundred people, maybe two hundred people at this venue, and Real now they're on Warped Tour, and, <laughs> and, right and then now they're just like <laughs> playing Warped Tour, and it's like... Thousands of people, and it's like, yeah, but you guys didn't know them better than Ezra. Gary and I actually kind of felt that way a little bit when we when we went to uh, Comic Con the last time. Because mm-hmm. the first time we went to Comic Con, yeah, Mike Nelson was all by himself, yep. signing things for Rift Tracks, and no weird. one was listening to him. Yeah, it was actually kind of depressing because it was most of the time by himself. And sometimes you'd have a guest. And he signed my bender head. And he signed Jason's bender head. Boom. And, like, you could just walk up to his table and his signature because there's literally no one in line. That's fucked up. No one. Whereas, like, there was a line around the corner for, like, Katie Seagal and you had to get a lottery from Matt Greeny. Wow. Two years later, you had to get in line an hour before their panel or else you would not get in the so room. And it's, but it's like, you're, you're happy for the success of the artist. Yeah, you're happy exactly. for the success, but sure. also, on a personal note, you feel less like... Because, like, like, we you know, held a, like a... Probably a 15 minute long conversation with Mike Nelson the first year. Now he'd just look at us as another person because we are, yeah. technically. Yeah. yeah, The first year we were too. You're two pieces we were, of shit, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. But at least the first year we were two pieces <laughs> of shit in a field of like six shits. Now we're in like like a sore, and it's just a little bit of shit floating around all the I'm other shit. I'm against the ceiling and I can't even. <laughs> Part of it is funny. Probably smell better though. (laughs) But it's because it's like that. I think you want the recognition that you acknowledge their coolness before all these other people acknowledge their coolness. Mm -hmm. But then on the other hand, like it was a crapshoot. I know. How lucky were you that you just happened to hear it? (laughs) So it's like I've got. I mean, Jay and I have had this discussion where it's like for a long time we were at each other's throats because oh he doesn't like something I like and I like something he doesn't like or whatever, and. It's so silly, because it's like, you can learn things from people, or it's like, you can appreciate, like, don't, why get pissed at someone because they went to see the band that you saw a long time ago, instead of saying, dude, aren't they awesome? Mm -hmm. It's another thing if they, you listen to a later album, and you're like, okay, this is so not what they were like before, and someone else is like, I like this so much Like after when Tom Lehrer went electric. Or like, okay, like Eddie Murphy, what we're talking about. It'd yeah. be like if someone's like, "Oh, I like him in Disney movies." And right. Like, fuck you. Right. <laughs> like, you know what? 
I don't think anything can get better than Norbit. But <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm going to stab you in the neck. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like in High Fidelity he says it's not what you you're like, it's what you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Records, music, books, these things matter. You can be a nice person. I don't care if you don't like the same stuff I do. <laughs> That's like so wrong. It's like, really? He's, like, he's an asshole, but dude, he's really into Tyler. Yeah. It's like, oh, me too. I don't like hanging out with him other than that. But we like this. At least there's something to talk about. But then it's the opposite, too, where it's like, oh, I like them, too. And you're like, oh, well. And it's yeah. like, I've had people say that to me, where it's like, oh, I really like them. And they're like, okay. Like, fuck you. Uh, are we supposed to have, like, a conversation about this now? Like, I mean, it's, yeah, to me, art is about a shared experience, so you would think people would be more... Well, I, I don't know. Some people just, I guess they have to have it and move on. But. I like it the way I like it. Right. You can like it the way you right. like it. Right. right. Yeah. I'm just learning that that's a waste of energy. Mm-hmm. It's like, people... I mean, I'm not saying that, like, in the woo sense. I'm just saying I get tired when I have to argue about people... Or argue with people because they like Miley Cyrus. Mm, what? So I'd rather just make fun of her and move why are, on. Why are you <laughs> hanging out with 12-year-olds <laughs> They go. They work with me. Right. <laughs> Although I have to say that um, Party in the CIA is the best. That is a great, <laughs> that is a great parody and a great video and just a great, yeah. Oh, no, well done. Because I hadn't heard that song first. Oh, I hadn't heard either. the original. I, and I saw, I went back and listened to her piece it's of so shit. It's so bad. It's yeah. so bad. Yeah, I mean, like Weird Al has like a different like lyric yeah, than the other chords. Yep, she doesn't. No, and he auto tuned himself less than she did. Yes, he auto tuned himself for the effect, but like less because he knows how to carry a fucking tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at least she's more talented than her father. That's that is true. technically true. <laughs> He's parodied both. Has uh-huh. he ever done that before? Party, parody two generations? Oh, be... I don't think so. Because that's it's... pretty awesome. Go awesome. That is, it is go very awesome. Go-awesome. It is so awesome, it has a G at the beginning. G apostrophe awesome. It's called The Vatican Rag. First you get down on your knees, fiddle with your rosaries, bow your head with great respect, and genuflect, genuflect, genuflect. <laughs> Whatever steps you want, if you have cleared them with the pontiff, everybody say his own Kyrie eleison, doing the Vatican rag. Get in line in that processional, step into that small confessional. There, the guy who's got religion will tell you if your sin's original. If it is, try playing it safer. Drink the wine and chew the wafer. Two, four, six, eight. Time to transubstantiate. So get down upon your knees, fiddle with your rosaries, bow your head with great respect, and genuflect, genuflect. Yeah. So, uh. I'm I don't know. So I guess uh, closing thoughts on all musical comedy. I think I like... Well, okay. No, keep talking. Uh, well, Mike mentioned Storm, and Storm is not a song mm-hmm. to mention. It's Storm. a nine-minute beat poem. It's a nine-minute beat poem. I think I mentioned it before we came on the air, so... Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, well, it's favorites. It's a ten-minute nine-minute beat poem. Yeah, and it's okay. amazing, and it's not just... I don't know. I guess I do find comfort in the lyrics, but or the what's the poetry? Yeah. <laughs> but 
it's got a cadence to it. It's not a song, mm-hmm. but it's definitely. I, it's got I, musical I, elements behind it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is yeah. music behind music it. No, he no. just stands in front of a mic and. Okay, and it's just got like the whole bass just. Boom, yeah. Boom, mm-hmm. Okay. And but the whole uh, I've listened to it like three times in a row before. Uh-huh. I just like I don't. I mean, poetry is lyrical, mm-hmm. but I think that included. I think what is nice about comedy. Like music is that you can listen to it as music, as a song. Sure, you can listen to it over and it over. Makes it again. a little more. Yeah, I think it has it has a replay value a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, with all the problems that it has performing live and not being able to perform the same songs over and over, or having to perform the same songs over and over, it does have replay value. I can listen to. I'm big into really big into Garfield Clothes right now. I can listen to a lot of their stuff over and over and over and over and over. I can listen to a comedy album maybe once a week if I really right. like the album, but I can't. Just put it on repeat and listen to the comedy. Or even like just a single sketch over and over. Exactly. It fools you into thinking you're not listening to preaching. Yeah. Because a lot of satire is preaching, but like if it's done creatively, which is the point, you know, it works. I mean, that's how we can subvert the American people. Exactly. (laughs) Music. Music. Ben Folds. You, me, and Ben Folds. You me, you me parodying Ben Folds because that's what the world's been waiting for. Yeah, I think it has been. I think that's what. The world's ready now. Yeah. Give me my... I'll support... Jesus back. <laughs> Give me my Jesus back, you bitch. That's all I got. <laughs> well, I thought about the Amish. Farmy. I thought about the farmy. <laughs> Dad said, son, you're... What? He wouldn't swear. Words. So You're really um, Amish. Why wouldn't he? He's not Amish. What's that? And I thought that's Amish. Yeah, no, the dad would be if he was telling. Oh yeah, I thought about the Amish. I thought about it going to be Amish. So I took my old man's advice. Three. What seven, song is this? Army. Army. I don't know if I know this song. You might not. It's kind of interesting, like parodying somebody whose lyrics are humorous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's a more. I mean, he's he's all parody Weird Al's originals. Yeah. No, I've been wanting somebody to do that just well, just to be meta. I want. Some, I want the like, well, Farm. not Nirvana, but mm-hmm. um, maybe the Foo Fighters to mm-hmm. parody, not parody, but to cover like smells like Teen Spirit. Yeah, I've been wanting to see that too. Original people to cover their own. Yes, yeah, because we want to see that album. It's really common to do something like that. Like mm-hmm. there's the there's like that one Dark Side of the Moon album that's all covers, mm-hmm. and like that one like Beatles thing that's all covers. Especially if it was like for Weird Al, if it was all his style parodies specifically, or you the know, Green like. Album. Yeah. What? Yes. Green right. Album. That was really good. But yeah, yeah. Weezer's green album. No, no. Uh, the Muppets had a green oh. album where they did. It's a whole bunch of bands and covers of. My Muppets favorite song. thing to do mm-hmm. listening to Weird Al is when you turn it up like at work when you're listening to it and they're like, "Is this or who is this Ti?" <laughs> oh God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that's like Don McLean who almost sings Weird Al's lyrics in yeah. concerts. One yeah. of the issues with parodies now also is. The intertubes and the fact that as soon as the song's out, there's 50 parodies on YouTube. Oh, God. Exactly. Yeah. Usually, yeah. automatically, there's parodies out there. It's like, yeah. there's, there's always a ukulele cover, to yeah. be fair. There's at least a ukulele cover, if nothing else. Yeah, so parody is difficult to do. I think Weird Al was lucky that he got in at the time he... Yeah, but if you do a, a good parody, that's going to rise above all the other chaff. Yeah. 
Well, but he has several layers. Too. Also, it's if you're Weird Al, like... you're going to rise above everybody else because you're a name. You're a brand. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm glad there's a brand, though, because otherwise yeah. we'd have to yeah. stick with the vagina song that came out years ago or all that other garbage that you found on Napster. Although, I have to say, I'm One rather impressed by I got the wrong leg amputated. That's a pretty good really? fake Weird Al song. Yeah. I haven't listened to all of it because I just like. I would. I had a roommate. He's a very nice gentleman, but he used to think that all those songs that claimed to be Weird Al were Weird, Weird Al, Al, and it really bothered. Uh, it's like <laughs> no. How do you not understand this is not Weird Al? Like, I don't Weird know. No. How do you not know that that's Weird Al? Doesn't sound anything like him. I don't know. No, you know. Have you ever heard of Weird? Al? Yeah, I love Weird Al. Well, how do you not know that's not a Weird Al song? I don't know. Fuck you. <laughs> I would get so angry. So, but yeah, no. As far as I um, think, he's even got blamed for Dear Penis. Dear penis? What? That was it, Randy Travis got blamed for that. Dear too. penis? It's such a great. What song. is this a parody? D E E. Not a parody, even. It's, it's a comedy song. D E E R or D E A. No, D E A. It's a letter to his penis. It's not a. It's not dear penis. It's not a. No. Christmas juice. It's not like dear prudence or. Like that's 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 my first thought, because that makes me uncomfortable. Dear penis. It's not a bad song. It's not. I like it. It's cute. cute. Uh, saying, my dad had it on. Oh, my... Mike just got angry about some sports stuff. Sports stuff. Erg. Is this that's it with your? Yes, league, she's your beating league. me one forty to one seventeen. Fantasy now. football. Fantasy football. Are you a fa- is Mike Mike? What Mike is RPGing with football players. Is Mike Mitchell in this one or no? No, no, no. I already lost in that league. Is that the one person you know? Mike Mitchell. No, Mike Mitchell. Yeah. That's it, about it. The team artist. Team Coco. Mm-hmm. The artist. Oh. I hooked, them, I hooked them up to be in a fantasy with him. football league. Hi. I made the playoffs. I lost last week. This is a separate league. You know this is um, RPG, right? This is, it is. It is. To be oh, fair. well, you're, not, you're a gamer. Sports so. and nerds people have a lot in common. The same. They I both guess. like cosplay. Like one Why? dress up like a Bengal. And the other <laughs> yeah. one, they, they, both, they both wear t-shirts of their favorite... You know, whatever. How long ago did we let go of Tom Lehrer, by the way? How long ago did that happen? He's not dead. Oh, he's not dead? Oh, that's good. <laughs> I'm we very still sad talking about Weird Al. I'll keep talking about Weird Al, because that's honestly the best way I can relate to this. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's angry. Mike's leaving. Did we mention the... Oh, yeah, we did. Um, I, think, I think we're probably ready to... To shut our down. Yeah. Shut our down. Well, I, okay. All right. Well, well it, you know, I think the final or at least semi-final word should be from Ari because Ari, Ari's like, you. you don't know. I, I think I want to listen to this album a few more times because, you know, I think the first time listening to it straight through was a little, because it had, it's a lot more about that time period. Yeah. So it was a little foggy. So it's a little harder. Yeah. But, whereas, like, <laughs> the ones where they're just weird songs are definitely... Although there are a few of his songs I skip past, because I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I think that's reasonable, because, like, I could sit there and pretend to laugh through a bunch of these. I mean, they're kind of like, I don't know who George Murphy is. That said, I do know a whole bunch about Hubert Humphrey. You don't need to know anything about him to get why that song is funny. But yeah. I'll make sure and play a clip of that because mm-hmm. he was a useless. I only say that because Walter Mondale, uh, he's one of Walter Mondale's heroes. And Walter Mondale shit out on us on the Vice President's oh, documentary. Man. So, guess what, Walter Mondale? Suck it. Yeah. Who's Prime Minister of Canada? Yeah, Walter, it's Walter Mondale. Mondale. Yep, that is exactly who that is. <laughs> Well, um, damn final words on Tom Lehrer. What do you have to say? Um, he's funny and I really have to pee. That's great. So do I. Mike? This was a great episode. Great. I'm going to close it out by saying thank you very much, uh, Ari Jarvis, Yay. Dan Gomiller, yeah. Mike Warden, Hello. and this is me saying 
Uh, thank you for joining us, and have a good thing. <laughs> bye bye. Comedy on Vinyl is recorded at Fort Awesome Studios in beautiful downtown Burbank, California. Our producer is Mike Warden, our host is Jason Klom, and he's also the editor. Comedy on Vinyl is a stolen dress entertainment production. You can check out all of our other podcasts, books, videos, other audio stuff, probably some writing, at StolenDress.com. And uh, please check out Comedy on Vinyl at Facebook.com slash Comedy on Vinyl, Twitter.com slash Comedy on Vinyl. And please subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us highly, and spread the word. 